Well, it's very quiet today. Uh, there is a white car going past quite slowly. Uh, other than that, there are very few cars in the street. Uh, the weather is cloudy and windy, but still warm. Uh, I've had an extremely uneventful week, and there's a tail flapping uh, not very far away from me. So welcome to episode 113 of Mr. Bert Pods. Uh, well, it has been a very quiet week. I've realised that my life generally is very quiet at the moment because uh, Darren's Theatre Company, Damn Cheek, they do a weekly, no, they don't, they do a monthly newsletter, uh, just sort of with bits of news from what everybody involved with the company is up to. And my bits of news into what I've been uh, up to in the past month uh, has been increasingly or decreasing rapidly. Uh, I think the last one was I've got COVID and that was all I could say. So um, I've just realised that I've got headphones in for no reason and they're not plugged into the computer. Uh, so I don't quite know why I'm doing that. So, um, yes, but I've realised that part of that, I think part of it is, well, I've stopped tutoring uh, and that took up quite a lot of time, uh, preparation and what have you. And because uh, I'm doing a bit more theatre and um, I think I'm just a bit more, I think I just got into the habit of not going out. Um, I don't seem to have been out. I had a spate of theatre going. Um, been to one or two exhibitions, but generally, uh, I think I've just got so used to being at home after lockdown. I tend to just be at home more. Um, so I, think I can't quite work it out. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so where are we? Um, I got up this morning, unusual for a Monday morning, I know, and uh, I did some yoga. I did some, what was it? I think it was uh, anti-stress yoga or something, uh, which I'm not stressed, but um, I've had a bad neck, which has been ongoing for ages. Uh, and I know a lot of it is just tension. And a lot of it actually is just because I sit not moving it. Um, so I did that. And that was a very, that, this is with Adrienne on, I love Adrienne on YouTube. She's just brilliant. A lot of her yoga is quite meditative. She's very, very breathing focused. Uh, which I really like. And she also uh, is very focused on the body as being everything in your body being connected to everything else <clears throat> rather than isolating bits of it, which I think is is very, um, <clears throat> uh, it's very good because it's true. So I got so relaxed uh, with that 20 minutes and felt very, in fact, I was, went off to the toilet after I'd done it and felt a bit spacey. I thought I'd better challenge myself a bit because I haven't actually done very much challenging yoga since I, my classes were finished, my online classes. Never heard any more back from the woman who ran those. I thought, well, that's really nice, isn't it? After all the effort, money and time I put into supporting her business. Um, so I then thought I'd better do hips and, because uh, my hips are so bad, hips and um, what's that thing down the back of your legs? Uh, well, varicose veins, actually. Um... I just had a huge crisis because I couldn't remember the word hamstring uh, and spent about five minutes trying to find it on Google and of course I couldn't find it because I couldn't remember what the name was. I put in leg muscles and then just got all the Latin names of all the muscles in my legs which is completely hopeless. 
So I did a, th a hip and um, hamstring thing, and it actually wasn't too bad. It was quite gentle, <clears throat> but very good. I think she does things slow. The thing with Adrienne is she doesn't put her ankle around the back of her neck, and I like that. I'm, she's very. It's all very basic. I think she does some advanced yoga stuff, but it's all very basic. I, if you've never done yoga before, I can honestly recommend her. She's tremendous, and she has this gorgeous dog called Benji who uh, sleeps through uh, all the episodes she does. They're, most of them are about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and she does some beginner's yoga as well. And she's just very funny and she's very warm. And um, yeah, she's just she's just really, really nice. So uh, I'm very keen to... I think I'm just going to keep going with her on a Monday morning. Anyway, enough of advertising that. Uh, oh, it's Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N. Uh, Adrian... Yoga with Adrian, if you type that into YouTube. Anyway, um, then I went, I wasn't keen to go on a run, actually, because I was feeling a bit tired this morning. <clears throat> so I forced myself out, but that was all right. Um, I'm still going on my flat run. Uh, I haven't been at Ali Pali Way for ages. Because last Monday was that terrible um, uh, hot day. It was awful. It was awful, actually. And Monday night, I just couldn't sleep. We'd ordered this massive fan. It does look a bit like an astronaut's helmet. It's very big and it revolves up, down, left, right. So in fact, it goes around and round. And then you can put it to all sorts of speeds and you can put it on quiet so that it <clears throat> doesn't keep you awake. And it's got an eco button. Everything's got an eco button nowadays, isn't it? Uh, and uh, you can time it to switch on, switch off. Um, it's according to the, it's, it's got good housekeeping best fan and which best fan uh, and uh, it seems to be absolutely marvellous. I'm just looking at our sofa and it's so dirty. Um, anyway, um, so, uh, but even that, which was blowing cool air around the room on Monday, well, it was, it does, it does cool the air, even though it doesn't cool the temperature of the room. Uh, it was awful. Um, but I remember when we went to France for the first time to the house that our friend's own, which we've, we stopped going to uh, in lockdown and haven't been back since. Um, it was 40 degrees there and the house was, which was unusual for France, uh, and downstairs was bearable, but nighttime it was really hot and I wasn't sleeping properly. And that's when I did the famous car crash because I, well, in fairness, um, it was quite a main, I mean, French villages are mostly deserted, but, um, oh, sorry, I'm just shifting a little bit. Um, it was a medium size, small, medium sized road, and then a very little tiny road, and, a, and a, like a, the width of a car road crossed it, and um, that had the priority. Uh, there was no traffic lights, it was just a priority sign, and I just presumed because I was on the bigger of the two roads, I could keep going and hit another car, it was awful. But I mean, it was slow. I mean, everyone was going slowly because it was in the village and the people were lovely. They had children in the back, which upset me even more, but there was no damage and we all, everything was lovely and it was fine. But that's, I mean, I, I know that happened to me because I was just rattled with tiredness. Probably shouldn't have been driving. But anyway, um, so yeah, when I don't get, when it's not cool at night, I don't, I don't get into proper deep sleep. Uh, it really affects me. I'm sure it affects everybody. I don't know why I'm saying it as if I'm the only person in the world. 
So, um, yeah, so I went for a run and that was all marvellous. Uh, and uh, that's it for today, actually. So I'm just looking out the window and everyone, I think, has gone on holidays, school holidays. There's about half the amount of cars in, it was in Amazon van. There's about half the amount of cars, in fact, less than half the amount of cars, I would say. Oh, I had a terrible time on. Uh, I went up to the pet shop. Mm, this moped. I went up to the pet shop. What's he delivering? Can't see. On, I go to pet shop one, about once every 10, 11 days to get cat litter. And I drive up because cat litter is so heavy. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why she's just lying there with her eyes open and looking at me with her tail flipping. I don't know what's bothering her. And um, I don't think she actually is that bothered. She's a very laid back, sweet cat. I just don't know what all her tail whacking is. And um, I came, what happened? I got in the car. Oh, that's right. I got back. To, I, I was a bit naughty and I put the car on charge in the car park. Uh, although having said that, it does charge about 20% in the time that I'm at away from it and there wasn't there's two car charging parts put her places and there wasn't a car in either of them so it wasn't blocking anything and um i got back and i saw that the electric charger got up 20 percent on the screen and then i walked around and then i looked back at the screen and the screen was giving this red warning message oh great so i went back around again and it said uh, for, for some reason the car can't be charged unplug it well then of course i couldn't unplug it the plug thing wouldn't come out the front of the car uh, of course this has to be the one time that i've forgotten my phone so i couldn't phone anybody uh, or anyone to say this is what's happening or anything so it's really annoying um so then i hit <clears throat> i hit the emergency stop on the machine which i don't like doing because i've seen it done on other machines and the whole thing is, has to be reset and they have to get someone out to do it so i didn't really want to do that but <clears throat> that seemed to do nothing um and then i can only it did come out eventually but i think it may have been because i pushed the button inside the car that loosens the flap you know like you can push a button inside the car and it lets the petrol flap um <clears throat> open uh, i did that and uh, oh dear i don't know why i'm so tired today and um I don't know whether it immediately came out, but anyway, at some point it came out. Uh, and then it, the sign saying, oh, it's charged, hasn't charged anything at all. It doesn't really matter because the charges within uh, the monthly payment. Uh, so then, of course, Mr. Brilliant Brainbox idea thought, I'll just plug it back in and see, you know, just make sure it's all all right. Oh, you know, what was going through my head? Of course, then I plug it back in and, and I just get the message and um, I can't get it out again. So I'm getting to real state now because I can't phone anybody to do it. It's just like, anyway. Um, <clears throat> I think I think I pushed that button again inside the car, the flap loose, unlock, and uh, anyway, eventually it came out. <clears throat> so that was all really annoying. And then, then I drove another car and then i drove home and just on the broadway where it's always a nightmare because there's just people wandering across the road everyone around here just lives in their own world if they're driving they think they can stop wherever they want start whenever they feel like it uh go left or right without bothering to indicate drift all over the place if they're walking they're usually on their phones walking across the road um i hate it i just hate driving along the broadway 
as I was driving along the roadway, the, the, this pinging starts in the car, um, sort of like an indicator, but more of a bell-like sound and quite high, um, but nothing visual. So there was nothing on the dashboard to say there was anything wrong. And all I'm getting is ping, 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 ping. And it's, I mean, I should have just pulled over. I don't know why I didn't, to be honest, but I was actually not far from home. So I thought I'll just battle on. I'm surprised I didn't crash it, to be honest. It was so distracting. It would then stop and then start up again. I think it was about 15 or 16 pings and then it would stop. And then this carried on for too long and then it doubled itself. So it started going, ping, ping, ping. Oh, I was just like, really? And it's fine. I, you know, I was. it wasn't the door. It wasn't my uh, seatbelt not being in properly. Because uh, there's always a visual sign for those and they're different noises anyway. So I got home and um, I think it just stopped just before I turned in and parked. And I got in a bit later and then drove around the block and it didn't do it. So I don't, I've been in it since then. So that was very strange. It was very stressful. <laughs> I am Joe laughing about it, but it was it was awful. It was pretty awful, and I should have pulled over, but I didn't anyway. So I don't know what's going on with that. But anyway, the car's getting serviced next. Might be this week actually. Car's getting serviced at some point, so um, hopefully they'll sort that out. And then uh, I think that was the highlight of last week. I can't remember what else. I don't think anything much happened. Uh, work's been all right. We had our cocktails as always on Thursday I had a couple of gimlets which are very pleasant um I'm very fond of a gimlet I didn't actually want the second gimlet but um it was uh, given to me uh, and then it was one of the cast's birthdays so we had um a cookie cake which was basically the world's biggest cookie um which is very nice actually quite enjoyed that two slices well two little pieces of it um there was an incident at work in which I went into a toilet that I don't usually go into and apparently shouldn't have gone into uh, because I was bursting and the toilet I'm meant to use and there's only one downstairs and it's a big theatre. Uh, I heard somebody go into it just as I was walking towards it and I couldn't wait. So I went through a um, door to, into front of house into a posh bit of the theatre. Uh, it was before the show started. And because there's a loo there, just literally on the other side of the door. So I went into the toilet, did my business, came out again, vaguely saw some people around it, take much notice because I was focused on getting back to where I came from. Um, didn't think anything else of it. I think that was on, I can't remember what that day was. Anyway, the next day, the time I was in, my boss comes up to me saying, oh, you got in the show report. I'm very bitter about all this. The show report is basically anything that happens during the show, performance, just gets, you know, written down as an official record um, and emailed around various people. I don't see it. Uh, but apparently my visit to the toilet that I shouldn't have gone into got into the show report. I don't know who put it in the show report. I don't know who saw me. I don't know who, who couldn't just come up to me and say you shouldn't be going to that using that toilet. You've done well and I've never used it before and I'll never use it again but I was just desperate. Um, and uh, I was really annoyed about that. I'm finding it very hard to let go of it, is all I'm saying. So uh, that was that. And then yesterday, uh, oh, yesterday we went to see Jerusalem at with Mark Rylance at somewhere, a theatre somewhere, Apollo. Was it Apollo? And um, now this is a play that 
came originally was done in 2009 in the Royal Court to rave reviews and then transferred into the West End, then went on to Broadway. And some people said it was the greatest play of the century. Um, so it's been revived, same, a lot of the same cast, same director, uh, same theatre. Um, I I enjoyed it immensely and I was really glad I went. I don't think it's the greatest play of the century. Um, it's basically about, well, Mark Rylance puts in an astonishing performance. It's about three hours long and he's on stage for most of it. Um, it's set in a, it's set in the country in the south of England, uh, West Country rather, I'm talking rubbish, West Country. And um, the Mark Rylance character who's called, nicknamed Rooster, is basically living in a, uh, it's not a caravan, it's an old tube train, it's got Waterloo on the side of it, uh, illegally living there, and there's been, an, and he has this sort of band of, it's a, he's a bit, it's a bit Falstaffy, he's got this band of people that hang around him, he deals drugs, and um, there's been a new estate built nearby which overlooks this area that he's illegally on and they basically want to get rid of him because uh, they want to build more houses and from the get-go you know that that's the case because the uh, people from the council turn up with the uh, notice of eviction so um, that's basically the plot uh, there are bits it's very very funny it's an extraordinary performance by him it uh, is a lot about England uh, and sort of the mythologizing of England the concept of England. Um, I didn't feel that as much because I'm quite, I'm interested in all that. I'm interested in folklore and Englishness. Uh, as I was saying to someone, I don't think there's anything, uh, you don't need to be racist or patriotic about this. This is just, you know, the rural history. We don't see enough about the rural history of our country, whether it's England, Wales, Scotland or Ireland, I don't think. I think you see more about Ireland. Um, and uh, I found all that very interesting. But I was saying to someone, I don't know whether it's suffered a bit because of Brexit. Brexit's happened between now and when it was first done. Um, so I don't know. I'm in two minds about it. I really enjoyed it. I'm thoroughly glad I went. It got a standing ovation at the end. I It is an extraordinary performance, but take away the performance or have somebody not as good as Mark Rylance. Uh, I don't know. The thing with Mark Rylance, though, he just has, he is such a charismatic uh, actor and he has this rapport with an audience that you very rarely see in an actor he plays to the audience but he doesn't play up to them so we're complicit with him but he doesn't sort of break the fourth wall it's quite difficult to explain um yeah he's he's um he's quite a, he's quite an actor uh, i don't want to get too much into it mark rylance because anyone who's listened to nothing to see here knows that was an issue that came up uh, in, cause, well, I think it came up in an episode and got dragged through multiple episodes afterwards. Um, I am just coming to the end of an absolutely fantastic book, one of my favourite books I think I've ever read, uh, called The Blue Flower by Penelope Fitzgerald, who I'd never heard of. Uh, she lived a long life, died not that long ago. And I'd seen somebody I follow on Instagram uh recommending it so I thought I'd try it because I like that person uh the great dissuader uh loves it so uh it's about it's one of those books if if you sort of if I say what it's about everyone's going to run a mile it's about a German romantic poet called Navalis or that's his nickname who I'd never heard of uh it's, it's set in the late 18th century 
and um it's well it's incredibly funny i have to say it's very very funny uh it's about his early days he comes from a, why i really like it is because he comes from this huge family of sort of um impoverished nobility uh and it's linked up in various ways with two other large families so it's got this huge cast of characters and the families are just all the brothers and sisters are just it, it's just a fantastic i just absolutely love it it is so warm and lovely and full of life and it's an easy read and it's quite a short book but it's just tremendous uh the greatest way to call it a gem in in the sense that it is small and perfect and has many different sides to it but is compact and contained at the same time uh so it's tremendously rich uh it's just it's just beautiful i cannot recommend well i i don't know i can't imagine some people are going to love it but i i thoroughly recommend it it's called the blue flower don't let the uh, subject matter put you off um it's just a lovely lovely book and it's just very very funny um oh, that's four o'clock so um i think that's it um oh oh there's the next door neighbor where's he going oh he's been to the garden center out come the bedding plants um uh driving off no driving forward driving forward two feet and getting out of their car again not quite sure what that was for and um oh it's all go Oh, they've got two bottles of water in their hand. Gosh, life doesn't get any more exciting. And, um, yeah, I think that's all. I'm getting slightly worried that my life's very dull at the moment. Um, oh, and uh, just for those of you who listened last week, uh, Alex died on Tuesday night uh, very peacefully. Uh, so there we are. Um yeah, I'm, I'm worried about I'm getting dull. Uh, yes, so thank you for listening. <laughs>